Hello, welcome to another walking movies. I'm Nick. As you can tell, I'm walking to the movies. Well, I mean, you don't know that. You have to take my word for that. That I am. Although there's the. Uh, you see that sign? Yeah, that's one of the signs for the festival mission. Um, but yeah, I'm on way to cinema. It's Friday, the first of March. And there's only one film to go and see on Friday the 1st of March because it's the only big film out this week. It is June Part 2. Now, I never reviewed June on this podcast because I didn't go and see June until about a month ago when they re-released it in lieu of this, this new one coming out. And I went and saw it. I wanted to, I, I, I'd wanted to see it. When it first came out, it was pandemic-y and there wasn't much going on. I wasn't going to cinema very much. I thought I was going to watch it at home and I never got around to it. And then I tried to watch it on a plane. You can't watch it on a plane because you've got really small screens. It's not good. So I watched it in IMAX and uh, I really, really enjoyed it. So I was really looking forward to part two. I was going to see it in IMAX. Fortunately, I couldn't because of the time it started meant that I wasn't going to get there in time. So, I'm seeing it on the second biggest screen that they've got instead, which we'll have to do. Um, yeah, and who knows, I might go and see it in IMAX one day, but it won't be today. So, Timothy Chimelay, Chimelay, uh Florence Pugh is in this one, Dave Batista is in this one. And, uh, of course, Sherlock Cole's favourite actor, it's the same name as an act on The X Factor, Rebecca Ferguson, who I am a big fan of. She's in this as well. And, yeah, the bloke who played Elvis, Aaron Butler. Aaron Butler, I'm sure it's Aaron Butler. He's in this as well. Um, and Zendaya, of course, who... Had quite a big role in the first one, but I think should be more central to the story in this one. I don't know. I've never read the books. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I regretted not seeing it when it first came out. I'm very excited to see this one. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts on what I think about June Part 2 in uh, about three hours. It's a two-hour, 45-minute film, so it's a big boy. But uh, that's okay. Looking forward to it. I mean, the first one was stunning, like visually stunning. This one looks equally as impressive, if not more so. Um, unfortunately, for my American listeners or viewers, we do not have the popcorn bucket over here of the sandworm, which looks like something else rather than a popcorn bucket, but. Uh, yeah, so I won't be buying one of those. But, uh, yeah, I'll give you my thought about June Part 2. Just a sec. Of course, it would completely start raining when I get my camera out to film this, wouldn't it? It's always, always the way, always sod's law. So I never, I never gave a score to June um, after talking about it earlier. And if I was to give June a score, the original, uh, or part one of June, uh, I'd give it a nine out of 10. Um, 
a visually stunning film. Just shows how great a director uh, Denny Villeneuve is. Like, th there's nothing that looks like his films. They're so grand. And Dune Two, Dune Part Two, sorry, is very much the Empire Strikes Back to Dune Part One's A New Hope. I think that's fair to say. It, you know, it's it's bigger, it's grander, it's more aggressive. I don't think you'll see a better looking film this year than June 2, June Part 2, um, it really is just, just spectacular, it's the kind of film that you need to see on the biggest screen possible, I didn't see it on the biggest screen I, I could have done, because that's the IMAX, however, the cinema screen that I did see it in is comparable, only the sound really kind of let it down. Um, as not being as kind of like bone shaking as an IMAX cinema would do um, but I wasn't disappointed at all like I'm really glad I did see it on that screen in the end because as I said it, it is so visually uh, stunning to watch it's it's so grand I mean the only thing so I mean it's not perfect and I'm going to give the score now I'm going to give it an 8.5 and that's only because I did find this a little bit harder to keep up with than I did the first one. And I'm not sure why. Um, you know, it could be the, the, the mood I'm in today, I don't know. Um, but I did find myself struggling at times to try and work out where the story's actually going um, or what they're trying to kind of uh, convey with the film. So for me, I, I did really, really enjoy it. but. Um, I did find it a little bit harder to to follow, like I say, and so yeah, I'm giving it an 8.5. But I don't—that's not to diminish it at all. I mean, if you loved the first Dune, or if you you know just really enjoyed Dune Part One, then you you're going to be going to see this film. You have to go and see this film, um, and I'm going to look forward to watching it again because I do want to see it again. Um, but that's it, I just found it a little bit more harder to keep up with than I did with the first one, and so that's why I'm kind of marking it down just slightly, but I mean, it's going to be probably up there with the, the best films that I see this year um, it's definitely going to be up there I can't find, I can't think of another film that's going to be more spectacular to, to watch on the big screen from what I've seen coming out this year um, you know, we, we saw trailers before for uh, before the film started for like uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire and uh, Civil War which looks really good um, Godzilla vs Kong which doesn't really I was not going to go and see it but you know um, but I, I just I, I can't think of anything that I know is coming out that's going to be on the same level or the same kind of scale as this film it, at times it's absolutely breathtaking um, you know, I also feel sometimes it's a bit like if the Calvin Klein modelling agency that makes all the adverts made a sci-fi film, because some of the shots do look <laughs> like that. Um, and that's not a knock on it at all. I mean, it, it's just a stunning-looking film. Absolutely incredible. Um, 8.5, definitely go and see it on the biggest screen you can. If you've got an IMAX, go and see it on IMAX. If you know that your cinema's got a massive screen, go and see it there instead. But do see it on the biggest screen you can. You won't regret it. 
Um, and that's it. That's all I've got to say for June 2. I mean, lots of people will be doing lots of reviews of this film. Um, be interesting to see if anyone else had the same issue that I did or whether it's just me. It's probably just me, isn't it? Um, but, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch it again. I'd like to... I, what I will enjoy doing is watching a double bill, which will be a very long double bill, admittedly. But still, I think watching them back to back would be really interesting. Um, and there's no confirmation of a third film. He wants to do one. He's written a script for one. Um, hopefully this film is a big enough success where they actually uh, follow through with uh, a third film because I want to see one. Um, yeah. And Aaron Butler, I thought, was uh, incredible. I mean, him as, as Elvis Presley was obviously an amazing performance. And if you, if you didn't know it was him in this film, then you would have not recognised him. Like, he, he really kind of got in the role. Um, so, yeah, the whole cast were, were great. Um, Florence Pugh, a bit like Zendaya in the first one, didn't have much to work with, but she did her best with what she had. Um, you know, I enjoyed her in this film. There was no bad performances. Just a great, great film. Go and see it. Uh, that's it for this review. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, until next time, Plin lives.